Hey yo, this Rain DA, aka Rain61, and you tuned into my cousin them podcast where we talk about music, sports, current events, whatever the hell else we feel like. It's just me, you, my cousin them. Let's chop it up. Peace, family. This is Cuzzo Rome, and you're listening to the My Cousin Them podcast. Every week is a family reunion, and you're invited. Tap in. Yeah, this is my cousin them shit. Peace done, better known as the Marvelous Skies. I'm from Vegas, though. <laughs> Right. It's your boy Cito Dunn, aka Mikey Smooth 61. All I rep is myself and my cousin them. You smell me? Holla! Yo, yo, yo. What up, what up, what up? My cousin them podcast. You on the line with cousin X. And it's MC Quest, aka Mickey Maxwell, because I'm Maxwell. Stay tuned to my cousin them podcast and your dumbass might learn something. One. My Cousin Them Podcast, you tuned in today, it's Rain D.A., Cousin Cito, what's up Cito? What's happening? Cousin Skies. Yo. Cousin Quest. One local raccoon. <laughs> and Cousin X. What up Cousin? Alright man, we gonna name, we gonna start this off on a serious note man, we gonna name this episode... I Tatiana Jefferson and rest in peace and prayers to the family. And we're gonna go to Skies for the article. Okay. Uh, so two thirty this morning, uh Fort Worth Police Department responded to uh what was basically supposed to be a welfare check for the agent called nine one one to report the woman's uh, front door was open. And um the two, it was a body cam video to show footage that the officers walking outside the home with flashlights before one of them yelled, put your hands up, show me your hands, and shot his weapon through a window, killing Miss Jefferson. And it was, it was totally unnecessary, uncalled for, and not just the state of Texas, so, but it, it's just, it's, I don't know, man. It, it, it's just a sad, it's a sad morning for that. Like, like you ain't even safe in your home. That's what it feels like. I know like. niggas that get, I get nervous in the streets about to get pulled over, like, damn. But damn, it's like now in Texas, you ain't even safe at the house. This shit is ridiculous. And not to mention, it started off as her next door neighbor Nigga, seeing the door open, being concerned for her safety, and calling the police to come check on her, and they come in and bait and assassinate her, basically. Like, imagine, imagine how that nigga must feel. Like, you know, he feel guilty because he like, damn, nigga, if I'd have never called, maybe if I'd have just gone to check on her, I would have seen that she was just sitting there playing video games, and they just left the door unlocked. Right. So, like, and I, and that, and that's not. Let me be clear. And that's not to to blame this any of this on him. I, and I'm not trying to make it seem like that at all. But that's. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to put myself in his shoes and imagine how I would feel in that situation. Like, like. Right. So so my thing is, like even, like even if it was like a burglar or assailant in the home, or some type of kidnapper holding the people hostage. 
you still not trying. You're not supposed to go and shoot in the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if it was that type of time, if it was on that type of time, like, where's your negotiators at? Where's your, like, if the situation, like, if there was really a criminal element in place, like, y'all didn't, y'all didn't handle that shit right. No matter, you know, if it was a, a welfare check or somebody being held hostage, y'all dropped the ball. It says that, period. Uh, within seconds, put your hands up, show me your hands. Officer fired through the window. The officer did not appear to identify himself as police before firing his weapon. That's protocol. Before any shots are fired, you're supposed to identify yourself as to who's coming in the house or who is, you know what I'm saying? Thank you. Like, as, like I said, as one of the officers was saying, police department said, you hear the shot go off before he could even finish saying who the hell was at the house. Thank you. And, and, And don't get me wrong, I get it. You know, when the police announce themselves, you know, they kind of expose themselves to harm, too. But this okay. is your job. This is what you're supposed to do. This and is I what got, you're trained to do. And I got a question, man. And I don't know police protocols like that, but I'm, I'm wondering, why did they go through the backyard? Through the, Why did they do that anyway if the door was open? Why not just, look? you know, I, I would think, like, go through the front, like, yo, this is the police. Yo, anybody home? Like, 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 what's what's so? I mean, I just don't get it. Why are you going through the backyard in stealth mode? Why y'all not pulling, putting your lights on when you pull up to the house with the sirens on? Like, what what's going on? Like, I don't understand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe I missed something. But what made them feel threatened? An open door at 30 in the morning. They was in a black neighborhood. Period. Because if they would have showed up. In a white neighborhood, they would have did exactly what Rain was talking about. They would have came okay. up, si- siren showing, uh, identifying themselves. But they they use going into an urban neighborhood as a as a uh, as an excuse to react. To, yeah, fear. So they totally go off uh, outside of protocol. Mm-hmm. You know, they they do things. They say they say they react and out of fear, and they don't know. What, but man, if they was in a suburban area, bro. Like Thank they would have did the right thing. Facts. Facts. And especially like I feel like, okay, you like it's two thirty in the morning, door wide open. I'm in a uh, a urban neighborhood. It's almost like they preempted a strike. Like, oh, we got a live one, boys. Like they knew, they felt like it was gonna be some action. Facts. Like so you already came into this. You already came into this situation on high alert, antsy. That's why you came in through the back door. You was trying to surprise some fucking body without making your presence felt and known. Uh, it's like, yeah, we alert ourselves. Maybe he'll get away. But, like, it's just sad, bro. It really is. It's a sad situation all the way around. At the end of the day, what it comes down to is what the West was talking about earlier. Like, nigga, it's, motherfuckers are scary. Like, nigga, they like they scared. Like, and and I'm not trying to say that like it's not that the police officers don't have a hard job, but nigga, if they signed up for this shit, they should be properly trained for this shit. Like, if they supposed to protect us, my nigga, then they don't. They shouldn't be fucking scared of their own fucking shadow in a screen door or whatever the fuck he thought he saw. And that should like, that should be a requirement. Like a, a a police officer going through the academy, knowing he's scary. It's like hiring a bouncer that ain't got no hands. It's like. <laughs> 
you don't need to be doing this job if you if you can't perform it safely. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that you you like like you can't dictate what's gonna be safe or not, but you can't go into this shit like half ass like oh well I was I feared for my safety. It's like you knew you you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. But don't tell me you called on a welfare check and before the officer can even um before he can even like finish his announcement as to who was coming around the side and back door, which is sketchy enough. You know, you firing shots from outside the home. You don't know if there's children in the house, which there was. No regard. You know, you know what I'm saying? You don't know no regard for the for the for the people inside. The lawyer you know No regard the for family the lawyer said the family lawyer said that he damn that that it was crazy hearing the kid describe his experience from inside of the house. Like, cause there oh was a kid. Like she was in there playing video games with her eight year old nephew because she was oh, just a such minute. a fucking great auntie, my nigga, at man, two o'clock yeah, in the that morning. Was, that was tough to listen to, bro. It's fucked up, man. She was a cool auntie. They right. in there on the game. Right. And I can kind of see, I can kind of see how, uh, you know, you can like, if you smoke in your house, you don't smoke in your house, I can see how you had the door open, whatever. There's reasons, there's reasons for it. Plenty of reasons. Nothing, but I can Plenty send a concerned nephew, like, I mean, a concerned neighbor saying, yo, our door open, it's late. But if they would have checked the door. Maybe. They would have they would have identified if it was just cracked open or not, or if it was off the hinges, or it looked like somebody. They bypassed all of that. Is, is what it sounds like. Man, yeah, here goes, here goes something crazy. Maybe it was hot in the house, and she had the door open because she didn't want to run the AC. Maybe she had a good rapport with her neighbors, and she trusted them enough to be able to have her door open. Maybe she thought she was safe. Man, shit is crazy. Man. So let me ask, let me ask y'all something, man. What, what do you think? What do y'all think we need? What do y'all think needs to happen so that shit like this can stop? Well, we we already talked about the root of the problem. It's these scary ass police in 2019. Like, what can we, what what can we do as a people though? What do we what do we need to do as a people? Because obviously. History shows like they ain't gonna stop doing it unless I think we gotta do something. I, I I know niggas hate to you know niggas don't really like politics, but bro, this is a political issue. Like we gotta get in tune with our communities. You know what I'm saying? We gotta start pressing our our mayor. You know what I'm saying? And and, and government like we gotta come together as a community so that they know it's a problem. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or it's the fact that they know it's a problem, but you gotta also know that we acknowledge about it. Like this ain't a, pro- a new problem. This is something that's been going on for hundreds of years, just in different lights. The only difference is there's so much communication technology that now is coming to the forefront. You know, the advent of social media and, and camera phones and the like. I just really feel that you have to 
I think police need to be uh, have psych evaluations regularly, not just when an incident happens. I think twice a year, every six months at least, at the very least, every year, y'all need to take take a day out and go see psych. And I'm talking about an outside arbitrator, not no, not the police uh, psych evaluators. I mean, you, it's cool to have a psych evaluator that has a police background so you know what to look for, you know what they're dealing with. But the outside party should be like, okay, he's fit to be an officer. Not somebody just, oh, we got to satisfy this so y'all can, you know, continue to be police officers. I mean, really, actually, um, like, evaluate these mugs. But then, like, you can't even do a psych evaluation whether or not somebody's fit to be a cop. Pass with blind colors. And still be scared and trigger happy because you in a black neighborhood. Exactly what the hell happened. I'm so sick right. of them talking about niggas getting killed on accident, and then you using exactly. fear as a fucking excuse, man. That's bullshit. Exactly. That's, that's, that's no exactly excuse. What it is, it ain't no, no excuse. They were really like we ain't scared. Who, who should be more fearful? <laughs> right, I'm more afraid of y'all. Trust me, like how many, and honestly, when the last time, like what we talked about this shit with Larry Davis, like Larry last Davis time, was famous because really of it, hurt, it because don't he happen. Got, it don't happen, and that was what, 1985 or some shit, 88, like this shit is, it's rare that any black person, let alone even criminals, gangbangers, like we not cop killers like that, more white people, white gangs, and mafia motherfuckers to kill the police than any niggas have. But yeah, y'all still want to hide behind this nothing that you afraid that we... Look, man, unless a nigga's been on a serious run for some crazy fucking shit, or you got hella dope in the car, you're not finna go to prison. Like, it's it's like a, a one in a thousand encounter between police and and black and when, men. Hey, hold your when the police end up on the wrong side of it. It's always the black man that ends up there. Hold your point real quick, question. Hey, but, but, but like I was saying, though, when Larry Davis sh- uh, killed them police officers, he was at home. <laughs> they were shooting at him. And he shot his way up out of there. You can compare that to this situation. Like, if, what if she would have tried to shoot herself up out of there and end up killing one of them? She'd be going to prison just like Larry Davis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I guess what made him so remarkable is that he lived to tell about. It. He was in right, but like this and was that's a, why he went to prison. It was also a situation where what, just, I'm not saying that he was a saint. I mean, I'm sure he had his his fair share of run-ins with the law, and that's what like the police was trying to say about Atiana Jefferson. Like, like she, she there was a history behind. Uh, you know, uh, behind her dealings with the uh, police, everybody on mute. Oh, I yeah. didn't, I didn't hear that part. So they, she had a history with the police. You I know, you know police. the police. You wow. know the police release these press releases. So exactly. like, if, I, if anybody I, ever like got gunned down by the police, <clears throat> they want to dig up every little simple thing that you did and make it seem like well, it was justifiable for that person to get killed. That's oh nah, well point. I don't. That's think why that. it goes in one ear out the other. I I, I I don't I disapprove of all that. Oh I don't and I don't hear now. that when I see see when I hear shit like that I hear like 
oh, so they had beef with her. Like, nigga, like, right. that's how I hear it. Like, oh, so they had beef right. with her on their end, so they had an agenda low-key. Like, they like they had a reason to, to come through without their lights on to sneak around the back. Like, nigga, they was up to some shit. That's how I hear that shit. That's basically what they saying without saying it like that. Right. <laughs> Like, they don't even know they telling on themselves when now it sound like a grudge. Now it sound like a beef. Right. Yeah, right. Why, why, why do I gotta know that Trayvon Martin was a thug after he died? Exactly. Or he threw up gang size on, on Facebook pictures. Why why does that even come into play? Well, cause I had run ins with the law before that justify you to come to my home and shoot me dead. And all that was, it wasn't even to protect the police. It was protected Zimmerman punk ass. And all them racist ass companies that paid for his lawyers and shit. I'm talking about the negativity that they spew after they kill somebody. They they don't do that with white folks. Like, let's, 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 let's call a spade a spade. They don't do that with white folks. They, they try to tell you the most positive things about them, <laughs> you know, when shit like this happened. Oh, she just loved people. Hmm. You know, she was so in tune with the church and the community. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they tell you all this. They don't, they, they don't do that with black folks, man. They try to tell you the, the, the worst possible things about them to get the, their image you want to change the, the narrative. In the, in, in the you want to change the narrative, but don't none of that shit mean that that person was uh, deserved to be killed. Pretty basically Thank nothing. Thank you. You know, it said the officer who joined the department April of 2018 was placed on administrative leave pending the outcome of the investigation. So mm. he's been a cop a little over a year and three months. Yeah. He was a rook. Yo, so. My thing is, is like, yo, this motherfucker getting fired ain't enough for me. Like, nigga, that's not okay. Like, that's not, I'm not going to be satisfied with that. Like, nigga, this nigga Dude, murdered her. Like, this nigga need to go to jail. Right. And being new is not a good enough excuse. Right. It's not. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not, nigga. I'm not about to eat this shit. Like, nah. Like, that nigga has to go to jail. Like, getting fucking, getting fucking canned or pay with no, I mean, leave with no pay. That shit ain't enough. Like, nah. Right. I'm like, all I'm saying is, like, I don't wish anybody, I know there's good cops and bad cops, but don't be surprised if niggas in Texas start tearing shit up out there, because this is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, what have we, what, since, for six months? Ever since uh old boy got shot in his hole. And then like the neighbor that was gonna testify, he turned up dead in his Like so we talk about three black people that have been killed in the state of Texas, Dallas Fort Worth area, in the last eight months. And like Nan Cop is going to jail for this shit. Don't be surprised if these Texas niggas start tearing shit up out there. The last one happened in Texas? Yeah. All that shit the last one both those- of them happened in Texas. Like, in Dallas-Fort Worth, is like, okay, Dallas-Vegas be like, like, this is the same fucking area. It's crazy, man. It yeah, is, man. man. This shit is sad. But, and, like, uh, I thought when I was watching the video, I heard about her having a, 
having a gun, but having a gun don't necessarily mean that, you know, it's a perceived threat. It was nothing wrong with her having a, a weapon. She was not a, a convicted felon. She was at home, and she's not a convicted felon, so she was totally within her right to own a firearm. And it wasn't on her door. It wasn't within her reach. She had one, but that don't necessarily mean she was a perceived threat just because she's known to own a firearm. She's legally able to have one. Concealed or not concealed, she's in her home. Like I said, none of that matters, bro, because if she was white and they knew that she carried a gun, that wouldn't have played. They would have treated her just like a human being. They wouldn't have perceived that as a threat. You're right. I just don't see how all these mass murderers gun down people with assault rifles and the like, but yet they're still alive in a can right now. And I'm seeing niggas just get killed for nothing. And they don't even stand a chance in court. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer for um, in an eye for an eye. <laughs> Meaning, bruh, an eye for an eye, an, unju- an unjust kill, All right? Or an unjust kill. Um, yeah. Well, they got the death penalty out there in Texas. I'll go see it. I've yet to see. I understand. I've yet to see a cop get put to death for any fucking thing. Even like the real bad cops that have some sort of racketeering and murder. Like I'm, I'm sure there's cases of which that have happened, but in my experience, especially when it comes to killing minorities, I've yet to see a cop get. Especially state of Texas, they kill motherfuckers out there, and we talking about. All right, we may take your badge away. No. Oh jokes. yeah. They did it to one cop. Okay. Okay. They they killed one cop. You know which cop that was? Who was that? Christopher Dorner. Okay. Yeah. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that, that was some a cold shit. story? That was a cold fucking story. <laughs> that nigga right. cabin on fire out here in Mount Charles. That nigga be way too much. That's crazy. That was out here, huh? Man. Yeah, he came through. He came through where I was at, too. Came through uh, Ryan. Came through uh, Dino real quick. Maybe if you... I think he was out there in Big Bear. He was white. He wouldn't even go down like that. (laughs) But, uh... Alright, man. We transition on the lighter topics, man. But, uh... Shit. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try to transition with this fucking quote, nigga, from the wire, my nigga. <laughs> I don't wanna spoil nothing, but it's on the first episode, so it ain't really a big spoiler, my nigga. So Yeah, uh Plus a nigga twenty years late, so if something is spoiled for you, nigga, that's your fault. That's a fact, my nigga. <laughs> so <laughs> yo, the nigga Avon is the is the gang boss, my nigga, and his nephew gets fucking popped for killing the nigga in they fucking building. Right, and they go through what they gotta go through to get the nigga out. Nigga gets out in the club, sits the nigga down alone, and tells him, tells him like this: Look, what I'm trying to understand is, we in our building, you got motherfuckers on the stairs, and you got more motherfuckers in the yard. So I'm trying to figure out 
why the fuck you kill this motherfucker in front of the security booth and all these other motherfuckers watching? And then the motherfucker turns around and he goes, well, nigga, it was even me or him. You don't understand. He was like, nah, nigga, it ain't about him. It's about you, nigga. You can't play the motherfucker out the lobby and you can't take a beating. So what's the first thing you do? You get emotional and you pull your fucking gun out. Nigga, shoot this motherfucker in front of everybody and now I got to come and clean up your fucking mess. That's all I had to say. And that's how I wanted to transition from what we was just talking about to y'all niggas really think power is better than the wire? Like, and I know that y'all niggas don't, but niggas really do. And I should have told X to come off on mute first because he's the only other niggas that, there you go, that watch hey, the, that watch the hey, shit. Say, man, I, I can't, like, nigga, the wire was like, nigga, even back in the day, that shit was like, clutch man, she taught me so much shit like it was just beautiful man nigga like the wire nigga to me is like nigga if pay if they turned like paid in full and stretched it out into a series exactly nigga that's what the fucking wire is to all me. right you completely <laughs> sold me i'm late as hell but i'm starting that shit yeah. Nigga. nigga, nigga, I'm telling yeah, you that quote, that quote that I that I just spit y'all, that was the first, the very first episode. So I didn't spoil nothing for y'all, nigga. <laughs> very first episode, like 20 minutes. Like out, they 20 got like what five seasons? <laughs> yeah, it got five seasons. Like I said, it's been 20 years, not since the show was on, but since it's been off the air. Plenty There's of no moments. such thing as spoilers at this point. You just gotta watch. That's what I'm saying. And nigga, when y'all get to the point, when y'all figure out why that nigga uh, Pusha T named that album My Name Is My Name, when y'all get to that shit, nigga, just holler at me, my nigga. <laughs> nigga, just holler at me. For sure, for sure. Like that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Nigga. So, yeah, I feel a lot of place, man, watching it. And I know the show is the team. Yeah, man, that shit is a gem, my nigga. Like, like I said, I'm watching it for the third time, nigga. Listen, I'm on episode, I'm on episode two, and Rome said he watched it a couple every times time. himself. Every time you see, you end up learning something else. Exactly. All right, let every me go time you just see put something this shit new. in my watch list on HBO Go. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it straight from the source. Man. Yeah, that, uh, I watched it from Amazon. Man, nigga, Amazon got some shit on here, my nigga. I look, went on there. They got season one through seven of Def Comedy Jam, nigga. Like, nigga, I'm about to be Wait, on that shit. I bet you they ain't got eyes. Don't nobody got eyes. Yeah, they do. I ain't never seen Oz. It's dope like that. That was one of the, uh, one of the yeah. series on HBO that I did. That was all these streaming apps, we had the DVD box set of that shit. Yeah, yeah, I caught on late, but I was like, man, I gotta watch all the seasons of this shit. This and it was coming on at the same time, too. Damn, Around man. that same time. about to make me watch that shit. Yeah, Oz was dope, bro. Oz was hella dope, man. I can't find that shit nowhere. It's like, you gotta buy the DVDs. Damn. Let me know if y'all can find it on... Oh, uh, they it's might got it on. They might got it on Amazon. Let me check. Oh, I'm not, I got that shit open. Need right it now. on Amazon. Plus, it's on the HBO app. You said you. It is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on the HBO app for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. But uh. I gotta get that. Hey yo, but uh. So, y'all seen this Bob rant, man? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with the fool? <laughs> 
So, so just to give y'all some context, just in case y'all ain't seen it, let's talk to the listeners. So apparently it was a hoax going on. Like, I don't know what's up with niggas in these hoaxes, but that's just not cool to say a nigga died that ain't died, my nigga. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's not cool. Like, like, nigga, but yeah, somebody put a hoax up, said that he died or whatever. And then everybody started talking about how much they loved him and how much they started playing his music. And that's for some reason, pissed this nigga the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and that nigga went on a whole rant telling niggas, inviting niggas to his private parts. Once again, I don't understand why niggas do that, but whatever. Yeah, what's up with all these SMDs? I don't get it. My nigga's Yo, going around. Man, that was an Atlanta nigga doing the SMD. But I he was from the East. put that on the East Coast. Oh, but. man. Atlanta's not over there? <laughs> <laughs> that's the right. We know that's the dirty, bro. But is it Most over there, though, nigga? It's over there. It ain't over there. Like it ain't the West Coast. We don't S&P on the West, That's a fact, man. We don't do that. Let's keep it like that, y'all. Like, nigga, let's keep it. Let's keep the G over here, yeah. man. Just but, saying. No disrespect. Niggas done got that shit from DMX, man. Suck my love. Right, right. Oh. You see the You looking like they need a rest. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga DMX was wild, man. I mean, I kind of see his... No, I don't. I don't see his point of view, bro. Like, like nigga... Go ahead. One nobody probably buying or streaming your shit. I get Thank it. You. Fake love. Thank I get you. it. That's but my like, sense. Like, dude, I get upset when I see others. Like, dude, you ain't really listening to that nigga shit like that. And I kind of get upset when, like, somebody pass away and all of a sudden all his streams go up and all his music starts selling. And I mean, like I said, dude. He didn't even get to enjoy that. B.O.B. is no Nipsey Hussle. Like, it was like, Nipsey was is sorely missed. He was different. He was one of the, you know, one of the rare ones of our, you know, generation as far as hip-hop goes. B.O.B. was not that. And he knows that he was not that. But his whole situation, like, damn, you wasn't fucking... Now that y'all think I'm dead, now all of a sudden it's, oh, we fuck. Like, no, you don't. You didn't. Okay. I don't think it should have got to the level, the extremes in which he was so fucking hot about it. I wouldn't have made no video rant. I, I wouldn't have said nothing. I would have just let TMZ catch me outside one day. And I, I, said, look, I didn't I didn't make that shit up. Some blogger did that. But as you I can see, I'm well. I would have <laughs> Machiavelli, Machiavelli the whole situation, nigga. Fuck a concert. Fuck a Twitter post. I'm finna just sit back and keep getting these checks, nigga. Y'all keep streaming my shit. Keep buying my posters and merchandise. Nigga, I'm finna go in, like, this fucking man cave in the basement, nigga, and play PlayStation. Facts. And then I'm finna Machiavelli the whole situation. Like, <laughs> screaming. Like, if you were, if you did have fans that felt way about you and you didn't know until the two... Because you gotta understand, every artist with any kind of significant does have super fans. I'm sure he was looking at the ones that he knew didn't fuck with him because a lot of motherfuckers chase clout. Right. But he did have real super fans that were really sad by him. And you kind of alienated them to yell at the probably what? 30, 40, 50% of fake ass ones. I would have just sat back, Machiavelli the situation and came out with a surprise album a year later. What the fuck you mean? Like, yeah, I knew. But, man, we can't get these checks. Man, that was my whole point about it, but 
But here's the thing, though. Like, what, would the nigga have rather him die and nobody say nothing? Or niggas being like, oh, I never really fucked with that nigga B.O.B. anyway. Nigga, like, like, just, what, like, like what did you like want? Said, my nigga, like... Nothing. Like, just said absolutely exactly, like, my nigga. Like, be appreciative that niggas. Exactly, be appreciative that niggas was even like you feel me. That niggas was showing you love, regardless if it was after you died, my nigga. Like, because because it could have went, it could have went a hundred different other ways, my nigga. You feel me? But it didn't. True. So. Like, at least be appreciative of that shit. That's the shit. Like, don't, don't, like you said, turn around and alienate the fucking fans that you do got. Because you do got fans, my nigga. You had hit right. records on the on the radio, my nigga. You was popping for a minute. So, like. And, and, and that's why I wouldn't have said nothing. It would have been a few reasons why I didn't say nothing. Because now, at this point, if you don't say nothing, the blowback is not on you. You didn't start this rumor. Exactly. You offended that they started this rumor. Don't alienate your true fans by going on a wreck. I Man, I would have just kicked back for about two, three weeks, man. Let them straight like, go I'll up. I'll put it to you like this, yo. I'll put it to you like this. Like, no, he's not like one of the most popular artists or whatever, but he does that. Like, I take it to this ex- this example because it's personal. If I heard or if I'd have read that Isaiah Rashad passed away, I'll be in this motherfucker sick, right? Right. Now, I don't expect everybody to feel that way, but anybody that was, like, he's the type of artist, there's a certain type of artist who they fans believe they the best. He he wants to be in that vein. He wants to be Kendrick. No, he's not, though. I'm sure probably 10 years ago there would have been thought that way, because like I said, he played guitar, he had different kind of music, he can cross over from country to hip-hop to R&B. I'm not saying he was without talent, but what he was without, he he didn't have impact. He, yeah, had, he had, he had a I Believe I Could Fly. Do you know what I mean when I say that? he Airplanes? He, yeah. He, airplanes was a I Believe I Could Fly, bro. They played it that was shit like at graduation. It was like an anti-suicide song. Like, yeah. they, they played that shit everywhere. Fact. Yeah. Fact. Hey, y'all, I think Cito, you had something to say? Yeah. Right. Honestly, I think he could have publicity of him niggas thinking that he died as And them niggas because you not meant to be mentioned up there with Royce and them niggas, my nigga. You ain't showed us that you are at least, my nigga. Let me not say what you capable of. Maybe you are capable of, my nigga, but I ain't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, real shit. And he could he could damn show do a club anthem. He could do as far as. I but seen like that. I said, I'm not I, saying I just never seen a nigga talent. jealous. I just never seen a nigga jealous of the next man. Like Bob made hit records. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've never seen him jealous of of the likes of somebody like Royce the Five Nine right. or Crooked. He he want that acclaim, but nigga, you got hit. Oh, you want to be respected you for at. your pen? <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga! You stupid. Like that's one thing I'm not gonna accept. It's like I acknowledge that the nigga's talented. He's had some success. He's had a decent career thus far. 
But if you want to be respected for your pen, nigga, please. You've done nothing to warrant that level of, of, of respect. And, and, you know, no. I and maybe he has. I just haven't heard it. I, I, I never bumped Well, I'm not a fan. I don't know what's on there. So like, uh, look, my thing is, like I said, I put, nigga him in the same, I put him in the same vein. When B.O.B. came out, I remember reading this article because I was on the yard, and they were talking about, like, the emo era of, of, of hip-hop. It was like B.O.B., uh, Kid Cudi. Um, I'm not going to say Drake led the way, but it was Kanye West. And it was a lot of this emotion. You cutting out, guys. Hamilton, whatever, cuz man, Charles Hamilton, he was part of that group too. Guys, go out and come back in, but go, go, you can continue, Quest. But yeah, I mean, like I say, man, I, I think he, I think it's a, it's a perfect case of, uh, he, he not looking at his blessing. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, yeah. Look at it like this, my nigga. It's plenty of niggas that wish they had the amount of fans that don't fuck with this nigga because at least they would have that amount of people that know of the niggas. Like you, for right. me. Like, <laughs> like if that fucking makes sense. Like niggas, just be appreciative. You got fans, my nigga. More fans than a lot of niggas. Uh, Asito. Mikey Smooth 6-1. Hey, yo, Skies, we still can't hear you, brother. You're going to have to log out and go back in. It's like, I'm not here alone, but it's like I am here alone. Because everybody else is on mute. This shit kind of crazy, but... Yeah, there, you go. Man. <laughs> there you go, nigga. There goes somebody. I'm trying to uh, let uh, uh, Mikey 6-1 get his topic off, but... He's probably busy right now, so we're going to move on to a different topic and come back to him later. Yo, uh... Had to check on the on the stove, man. That's all. Okay, no problem. No problem, fam. <laughs> hey, but, um... Oh, that's not niggas topic, too. Okay. Yo, alright, man. Dan versus Shaq, man. Let's start. Let's go back, man. <laughs> let's go back and start at part one first, all right? <laughs> let's man. go back and start at part one because that part got got wrecked, my nigga. But I, I, still I mean, dope. It's still fire, my nigga. The nigga told the nigga that that bags get purchased every time the nigga get horny. Like well, that shit is never gonna leave my head. Like <laughs> man, when that nigga said, "I'm gonna grab the Tommy and do the Diesel like Proctor." I was like, oh, man. God, Lee, man. Well, that's a power reference. I don't know if everybody watched Power. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. I caught that shit, man. That nigga, the whole, the Gretzky on ice shit, that shit was hard. The uh, fucking, uh, the steel flip from the movie Steel that he played in in the first one, that shit was hard. Like, man, this nigga got bars, my nigga. Like, this nigga Yeah, I didn't dead. even catch that steel line till you just... Brought it to my attention. That's that, crazy. That nigga. I forgot dang. about that movie. <laughs> Bruh, that nigga Dane was killing this nigga dog. Like yo, and then he came at uh, and then he had to talk in the beginning, coming at uh, Shannon and Skip. Like yo, y'all chill, my nigga. Y'all stay in y'all lanes. Y'all don't talk about this shit, right? <laughs> to say to say what y'all niggas do, right? Stick to basketball. 
Talk about my jump shot, my nigga. I'm killing this nigga. Like, <laughs> y'all out y'all jurisdiction. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> can't save him. You can't exactly. Let this nigga cook over here. He ain't done yet. <laughs> nigga, let him cook. <laughs> man. Yeah, he, man. He, uh, he did Shaq bad, man. Very bad, my nigga. Like, Shaq, bruh. Like, okay, Shaq, big homie, come on, sit down with us real quick, my nigga. Sit down in this chair, my nigga, in the middle of the living room, and we're going to all sit around the furniture around you real quick. We're going to have this talk. My nigga. Let's talk to you, man. Let's talk to you, my nigga. Listen, my nigga. Young boy. My nigga, you can't just, you can't just take other niggas' old classic beats and then flip them. The, and then say the fucking rhymes in the same rhyme patterns that they said them in, but worse. Like nigga, you can't do that. Like, like the nigga. Like I'm, and I just want to let you know, just in case you have never heard it, my nigga. G Unit flipped that victory shit already, and Fifty did that shit pretty much just like you just did it, nigga. <laughs> and it was way better, way better. I just I just wanted to put that out there, bro. But like, Shaq, you can't. You just gotta stop, my nigga. You gotta know when enough is enough, and you gotta you gotta know when to take your L's, my nigga. With pride, my nigga, just sit there, sit down, take this L, my nigga. Laugh it off. You feel me? Both of y'all niggas is doing great. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> it is what it is, my nigga. You win some, you lose some, but. This nigga's case. I don't know if you think you on, but nigga, we not ignoring you, bro. We cannot hear you if you, because I see that you unmuted, but we ain't been able to hear you in a minute since you started having issues, brother. So my thing is, man, like, like I said before, I didn't even know Dame could rap. Man. I just wasn't checking for basketball. Did you know? Yeah. There you like, go. I, now you in. Checking for basketball players that rap. <laughs> Just because yeah. of the history. Like, man, so when I heard this nigga Dame, I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> How does he have rap time rap. To, be, to be this good? Like, he's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Not for a basketball player. Like, man, this nigga got bars. <laughs> that nigga so probably like, been yeah, rapping that, for a minute, nigga. That shit was the most surprising thing of the year for me. Like, that, that shit... Through me for a loop. My I'm nigga like, was man, surprised that Dave had bars <laughs> the same way you surprised when you see a basketball player got hands. Like, yeah, that nigga really whooped his ass. They wasn't slap boxing out there. Right, right. That nigga dropped him because we already know the world just kind of assumed that, yeah, basketball players can't fight. Even like the tallest nigga in their school since they was 12, they ain't really had them hands tested. Hold me back. Really shit, nigga. Yo, Cito, Cito saying something. Cito. Yo, what's happening? Yo, well, I see your thing moving. I'm trying to, I'm interrupting people to get you, for you to get your point across because you're so low. I don't want us to be just talking over you. Hold on, I'm sorry. Let me say this one thing. Go ahead. Uh, Nigga, appreciate all the listeners. Uh, like rocking with us while we struggle and figure this shit out, man. Like Facts. I know it'd be like a lot of de- technical difficulties and format issues, and we gonna figure this shit out for show for show. But everybody that's rocking with us in the beginning, love y'all. Appreciate right. it. For real, for real. But um, oh, but uh, Cito, you had a point to make, Bruh. <laughs> man. Nah, I'm just taking everything y'all was saying. 
Okay. Guys, you had a you had a separate point to make? Shaq, take hold that nigga. Hold that. Please. <laughs> Just hold that, nigga. All right, man. Okay, well, let's discuss this LeVar Ball situation. Let's do it. Situation. I'm out, y'all. All right, All right Michelle. Pal. All right, cuzzy. Yeah, that shit, that shit bogus as fuck, man. Yo, facts. Like, this nigga, man, like, I don't know. Did they... Did they what was the proof that they had? Is it really just a hearsay? Like, it's old boy well, saying it? Well, they found Alex Foster's hand in a cookie jar first. Right, right. But, you know, now that, you know, the pressure is on him, you know, I guess he's doing a little extra telling now. Oh, you talking about <laughs> the daddy was taking money, too. Right. He's like, look, LeVar was involved, too. So, if oh. I'm going down for this embezzlement, Nigga, talk to your too. daddy, too. Right. Damn. So, let's talk about it. I feel like Lonzo knew that in the beginning. He didn't. He just didn't want to put his pops out there. But I remember, like the like, season before he was even traded, he was talking about, yeah, um, he's distanced himself altogether from Big Brawler Brand. And that's my pop. I still love him, but I can't. You know what I mean? Right. Like he was. He was letting them be somewhat held accountable about the shit. But I knew that he knew. That some shit was going on. He just didn't want to air his pops out like that. But you still got Melo coming up, and Melo gonna be nicer than Lonzo. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. And I've seen some shit. That nigga's greedy with the <clears throat> That nigga got he can ball. Yeah, man, but it's crazy though, man. Even the Alan Foster shit, like nigga, that shit's sad. Like nigga, yeah, this like, really yeah, this a this a friend. Like this is pop's friend who been around since. Lonzo say since he was like a little kid, you know, six, seven years old. Like, he know this guy. Right. He said, the no, he saddest said he was part a... about the entire situation is when it started. The timing of the money started coming up missing was when they, when his mom got sick. Exactly. His mom was the one that was taking care of all the little financial situations. Exactly. So you were taking old, advantage. for doing that shit when moms was in the hospital because she was the one that was taking care of, you know, the check writing and all of that. Like, he was a ho-ho for that, bro. I can't... Yeah, that shit foul as fuck, yo. That nigga said that that nigga was, like, his second father since he was, like, 12, nigga. Like, I know him since he was, yeah. like, 12. Like, that shit is crazy. He had a... Like, the nigga said when he built his mom and dad a house, he had a room in there. Like, nigga, he, yeah. he built him a room, too, type shit. Like, that shit is crazy. Like, nigga had the... Nigga covered the... Nigga covered the BBB tat on his arm. <clears throat> That's foul play, man. But but and then to take the brand, this this my name. So now this 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 brand is fucked up, but my name is still on it. Right. I can't even, I can't even move on with this brand now. Facts. It has my name attached to it. Facts. And then he had to come clean and be like, "Yo, those shoes were trash." The nigga said he had to have four pair each game. The Thank after you. Every quarter, he was just tearing the motherfuckers up. They, and that's the part that really pissed me off, my nigga, because they were selling them up for five hundred dollars, nigga. Thank you, nigga. Like you taking advantage of your own people, nigga. You sorry sack of shit. Like I can't fucking believe this shit. That shit pissed me off, my nigga. I'm like, yo. So you you knowingly no, selling these niggas trash shoes for five hundred dollars? Lonzo jersey, none of that shit. I'm sorry, but I can't out of that. Like, Bro, hell no, you know, nigga. You, you taking know. advantage, You knew those nigga. shoes was horrible. And that nigga Lonzo can't rap like that either. 
since we were talking about Dame, I heard a couple of tracks. That nigga can't rap at all, my nigga. Like, we ain't doing that. Yeah. I ain't gonna say that he's terrible. I ain't gonna say that he's Kobe or AI. But that nigga flow mad watery, my nigga. Ain't, ain't, ain't really shit there. Nah, but but he, he's good for a basketball player. That's what I was oh, yeah. saying about Dan uh, Lillard. Lord, like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's nice. Player, yeah. So we're not comparing them to Dan. Yeah. Right. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. But, you know, for a basketball player, he, he, he not trash. He's probably one of the best ones, you know, Keep it real. Based on what I've heard in the sense Better of, than Kobe. Based on what I've heard in the sense of niggas that rap that also play NBA ball, it's safe to say that Dame Lillard could quite possibly be the great the GOAT on the mic as far as MCs go. Because I haven't heard anything as far as... Like, I, I, I'm rating Dame not even by the, by the standards of a basketball player. That's what we're saying. As an MC, he's nice as fuck. That's what we saying. Like, we taking Dame, like, Dame's so nice, we taking him out of the category of basketball rappers completely. Like, we not, we putting him in the category with yeah. rapper rappers. We, nigga. He deserved <laughs> to be put in the category with rappers. That's how I'll be feeling yeah. about Rhapsody. That's the only it's way unfair to compare Facts. Rhapsody, and we'll get on that later on in the show. But it's unfair to even compare Rhapsody to other female MCs. I compare her, like, she's nicer than a lot of niggas Facts. out here on the mic. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I'm saying about Dame is like, he, uh, Damn. Damn, this would be a great segue. But Lonzo's <laughs> career, boy, him and he better he better swag with with Zion Williamson because as it's looking, you falling from grace from the Lakers, got traded away. People realize your shoes is trash, and I'm pretty sure whoever bought them wasn't gonna play in them. If they did, I'm sure that they fell a fucking part. And then all you really looking at them shoes as is like, yo, this is just five hundred dollars. A, a faded glory, nigga. Facts, <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> like, why uh, the fuck did I buy hot that got them shoes. Well, since we on the topic of basketball, <laughs> and this is the one thing that I feared about fucking getting AD, is this nigga's Captain Cardboard. He stayed getting fuck. hurt. He is fuck. so fucking injury prone. The season ain't even started yet, he breaking shit. Like... I don't, I just can't, oh, damn, I'm burning. Nigga, he, he fractured his thumb, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, a... and like, I'm, I'm not saying that I would, it's just like, okay, well, that was to be expected. And that's the sad part, is that, like, you kind of expect this nigga not to stay healthy. Like, has he, I think, has he played a complete season? Like, 82 games? At least fucking 85% of the fucking did he? Has he played a 65, 70 game season yet? PCP injury prone. Man, this is, dude. I don't want this nigga to end up being Tony Romo. Yeah, I, I fucking brought up a Cowboys reference too. AD injury. That's oh, there goes his knee. Nah, 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 we're not Injury. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right, bro. <laughs> My nigga's a whole Laker now, man. We got this. Right. You know? This news to me, though. I didn't even know he was hurt. I'll talk to you. I read like one of those clickbait articles, man. Like, I was like, are you see? At first, I thought, okay. It was in the type of article where it can be true, could not be true. It's like clickbait, like really. And then, like you know, ESPN the source, man, broken thumb. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! Like, can we ever catch a goddamn break, man? Like, I'm glad it's a a, a knee and not. I mean, I'm glad it's a 
a thumb, an appendage, and not like a fucking knee or some shit. Like, you finna need like seven, eight months to rehab, or you need career ending, not career ending, but season ending surgery and shit. A thumb, I forget it's AD left handed or right handed. I can't even remember, but either way, you can still be formidable as a basketball player with an appendage. Like, shit, Kobe Bryant scored 81 with a fucking broken index finger. I'm saying, I'm saying, Kobe, Kobe got a rent. No, I don't think that was the year. Maybe it was, but no, he had, Kobe won a rent with a broken end. Yeah, with a broke. Yeah, so he's got to learn to shoot differently. That's talent, man. That's yeah. that's more than that's dedication, bro. That's dedication. That's that's I, that's that's a real I will not lose mentality. Fact. Yeah. When Jay was on his dynasty shit, when I will not lose. I know Kobe was bumping that shit. Right. He's like, okay, well, we just gonna have to learn to shoot this way. Big ass taped up finger in the way he wouldn't even get the shit operated on. That's that's like, I insane. Got, I got a chip to win. Like we can do this shit after. That's insane dedication, man. Facts, man. Facts. I just hope AD whatever's going on. It's a fracture. Usually when they say fracture, it's like that's a, broken. I mean, it's broken, but it doesn't necessarily mean like compound fracture where like we're talking about we got two pieces of bone in in the, in the finger a fracture can just be me a partial break where it's like cracked a little bit and it just needs to heal motherfuckers fractured they big toe tripping over a fucking weight you know what i mean a dumbbell on the floor you can fracture some shit and that shit can heal in a few months but like it's not like a compound like okay like we need to go in put some screws and shit so this shit set right you know i just think this shit just gonna be taped up like kobe's was and he gonna learn the ball around it so i hope so i mean he's a good finisher only thing i think it made the like the problem is like you got a broken feet a thumb like people bump into shit you know motherfuckers grab at your hands like this shit is fucked up just like battle rap it's like when motherfuckers see a weakness they go attack facts (laughs) <laughs> you feel right. me? They gonna be grabbing at his hands and elbow. You're like they go, they go agitate that thumb. Like, hey, you shouldn't be out here if you ain't healthy. Right. Just bump into you on defense. Yeah, just you know, they gonna go after it. But there's no rules to say. Okay, look, I take the foul, but we'll take you out the game. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tugging right. it like wrestling. Like you know, they got a bad knee. Nigga, to take the top of a steel chair to a knee with a brace on it. Nigga, you shouldn't be out here. Facts. Just <laughs> send him to come out here and play yeah. with killers. I'm still trying to win. I ain't <laughs> you know I know you got a bad knee. I know your mom died. We finna attack that. So, you emotional. Look at you. Emotional. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just warriors. Nigga, stay attacking Stone Cold knee. Man, they used to, nigga, man, Bret Hart put that nigga in a sharpshooter, nigga, Bret Stone Cold be in tears, like, that's why, what's your bow-legged ass doing out here? Nigga, that's why, that's why during the tail of his fucking career, my nigga, where all the highlights was, it was him facing off against fucking the owner, nigga, because it's fucking right. land. He just come in, talk shit, drink, give me another beer, Stone Cold stun, Shane. Right. Stephanie roll out the ring and walk his bow-legged ass back into the back. Like that was the highlight. Facts. He wasn't jumping in that ring no more. He nigga wasn't the nigga wasn't wrestling anymore at all, nigga. <laughs> no, no, he was literally just doing like 
Like he would have a Steve Austin TV where he would just take over and just do because they knew he was that a personality. Nigga, he, 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 exactly. he had to defend that belt once a year. Exactly. Yeah. WrestleMania or something. Nigga, with he ate off that matches. shit for a long time. He did that nigga. with Vince. <laughs> yeah, he wrestling this old ass nigga. <laughs> I, I wanted to be a wrestler back in the seventies. Didn't have <laughs> what it took, so I just bought the league. Looking at, I started my own shit. Facts. <laughs> but, uh, hey, I, I just hope that AD just fucking recovers quickly. Um, I guess we'll find out today if he'll miss any games. I think they're supposed to play the Suns or somebody. Okay. I'm mad as fuck because I'm literally a stone throw away from Thomas and Mac, and I know they're going to play the Kings next week, and AD ain't going to even be on the court. Damn. Yeah. Real shit. I'm going to just walk in that motherfucker either. I ain't, I ain't got no damn ticket. I'm a student, man. Let me come in here. <laughs> I, sl- I slide the fucking door, man. Some change. Like, look, man. Let me. Actually, I, I left my ticket stub in there, bro. Man, I just had to run. I stayed right there. I just, I just wasn't finna take a shit in the public bathroom. I went to the house. Watch. I'm going to be in that motherfucker for free. But look, let me just let me just close this topic out because we got away from it a little bit. Um, think Lon's, I think Levar is wrong for that shit, bro. <laughs> you know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, like, facts. there's no way. How are you not wrong for that? I mean, we get it. We understand. You, you, you know, you you push your kids. You motivated them, coached them, made them the players that they are today. You the face of this brand. But, but but without your hands in the cookie jar, I'm sure your sons is gonna look out for you anyway. Anyway. It may not have been what you wanted or the lifestyle that you wanted to lead, but man, anything is is is, is more than what you had. Right? Feel fuck, if it's a hundred thousand a year, or feel like it's you, bro, you can make that work. You wanted right. to be, you wanted to live a certain lifestyle. After you wanted to live like you was in there shooting in the gym, <laughs> right. right? And obviously, I can't even say that. That Lazo can say you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Obviously, the nigga. I'm sure he was. Not with that broke ass jumper that nigga got. (laughs) Your father teach you that shit. Lavar shit probably like that too. Right. That's what I'm saying. Your father taught you that goofy ass. That nigga shoot this shot like a pistol, nigga, straight from the hip. Like that shit look crazy. Facts. Good enough for UCLA, I guess. Yeah, I just think yeah. the shit foul, man. Like, Yalazo, he, he you got agreed. your hands caught in the cookie jar too. Like, someone told me when they first reported it on Alan Foster. Okay, they known he friended the family for a long time. There's no so way he's telling he could be... me back then that okay, Levar, no, right? You know what I'm saying? Fast. Yeah. Don't know, like yeah. his hands in the cookie jar, some kind of way. It ain't. This just ain't your best friend that you trust in. All this week, man, you got your hands in a cookie jar. Let's let's, let's call a spade a spade. Fact. You did that. <laughs> it wasn't just. It wasn't an isolated incident because I seen Lavar. I seen That's crazy. Man. I seen Lonzo on LeBron James show that he got on Stars, and he was talking about how it was like the first time that he told my pop. He was like, I, I talked to my pop, and he was actually quiet. Like, no, no, I need you to just listen. And I, when he said that, I was like, yeah, LeVar knew too. 
he like or he was involved too because he said he's usually the one that always do all the talking and the fact that he was just actually just listening that's that's a telltale sign that's a telling sign yeah it's like damn this nigga always got something to say now you're quiet right like yeah because he knew he was close to being caught right you know you can't even just put this all on your mans because y'all was doing it right yeah, that's fine. That's a fucked up situation. Yeah, man. That's just I think sad. it's hella fucked up, bro. And now, like, like Melo may stop fucking with you. Your youngest son, the, the, the one that's gonna be the greatest out of your three sons, may not fuck with you based on how Lonzo got there. Yeah, here's the thing, my nigga. You can't, like, and when it comes down to situations like this, my nigga, you can't fool this nigga because he know how you is already, my nigga. Like, you already, you already tried to have the nigga sell these niggas these bullshit-ass shoes for five hundred moral compass ain't, ain't, ain't sitting right, nigga. You feel right. me? So, you ain't, it, that shit don't sound like you above doing this shit. Right. That's yeah, how, that's, that's that's how that shit hella foul, shit. man. Like, I would have rather it been like somebody they didn't know, that they was just trusting with business. Right. Nah, right. motherfucker, y'all, y'all spend Thanksgivings together. Facts. This nigga got Holidays. Like, I know that's how. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? We talking like $2 million here. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like Lonzo got like his contract was super duper big. Facts. He was on a rookie contract. I forgot what he signed for, but I know it wasn't nothing crazy. It was like $5 million. Thank you. So for $2 million to be gone was a problem. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, he signed for like five million for five years. That ain't that's not that much for a five year contract. So what if I can take a hundred thousand from you, it's like it's like taking a twenty out your wallet when you got a you got a hundred out. Like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. How the fuck I should have more than eighty. Like, what is this? Thank you. You gonna feel that. Right. <laughs> that shit fucked up. Care how you slice just because family was involved. Yo your pops? Bro, I, I look to my pops. I think I could give my pops like a hundred. No matter what it is, if I was to give it to pops and I ask for it like two, three years later, he go have it for me. <laughs> you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. But nigga, you can't. Well, you can't trust your own fucking pops, my nigga. That shit crazy. Like it's gotta be. That's ridiculous, bro. It's like, fuck. Who can you trust now? Right. You expect this to happen with, you know, just the business itself. You know, not, you don't expect that from Pops. Shit. Yeah, man. They say never get into business with family. That's crazy. I don't believe in that, though, man. I just think, I believe that you've got to know your family. Exactly. And when you know them, just don't be trying to, Block, block it out. Like you, you know what this guy capable of. You know him better than you know what I'm saying. Like you know. Facts. So just like take heed a little bit more. You know what I'm saying. You know you can't deal with this family member, but you know you well, can deal. Well, with... think about all the bullshit that he was doing, like as a coach. That he was talking. I mean, when he was like being a coach's dad, talking about the coach at UCLA, pulling his sons out the. Uh, out the league he was in and taking him to Lithuania and shit. Just like just doing like a whole bunch of brash his tactics was hella fucking just brash and fucked up. 
Yeah. I'm still here. I'm just lunching ass guys from always. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing about it, man. Because I went from not liking the way that he was all in the media and shit. Like, he, he went from him getting on my nerves. Then I started hearing niggas talk about, oh, it's a black-owned business and we should support him. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. They convinced me to, to be supportive of the nigga. Like, you know what? He's just a black father. Plenty black fathers that ain't around. Like, this nigga's around and being supportive of his kid. And they got a black-owned business. Okay, that's dope. And then when I find out that you fucking basically stealing from the culture, my nigga, your own people, putting out these raggedy ass shoes and trying to come off, come, trying to trying to come up, selling them for five hundred dollars a piece. Now you got your hand in the cookie jar, stealing from your own son. On top of that, like nigga, that shit make me feel away, my nigga. Like I feel like I've been duped, and like like I should have stuck with my first gut about this, my my gut about your initial this feeling about right, it's like, exactly. I don't like these guys, guys. Rash and rude. He got a big ass mouth. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he believe in his kids. I give him that. But for you to take from him, and then I still can't wrap my mind. There ain't been Nan Jordan that I know about <laughs> a single pair that was over two hundred and fifty dollars. And the ones that was two fifty, it was like two pairs of shoes. It was four shoes in a box. It was like a, a um, excuse me. It was like a um, a memory. Uh, forget it, a pack. It was like some sort of Jordan pack where you get two pairs in in the pack or whatever. And them shits was still only two fifty. And they changed. Y'all selling literally fucking Japanese or Chinese like slippers, pretty much. Son like that. That's crazy. Hey, my 
nigga. And you making and you making you making black businesses look bad when you do that too, my nigga. Because now, nigga, who's to say we gonna trust the next one that's that's coming out and that's legit? You feel me? Trying to sell something. Alright, hopefully they don't try to sell it for $500. Nigga, when it ain't worth $500. Product City. Right. That's true. Like, if if, if anything, like, I understand the scam, but if your product wasn't shitty, then you'll still have customers. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you selling selling shitty product and stealing from your son? Oh, we really can't rock with you. Not at all. That's, that, that is a terrible look, bro. It really is a terrible look. Oh, wow. Cleveland up on Seattle. Alright, man. But, uh, shit, I guess we can close it out then right now until Sito uh, ready. So, y'all. Right. Until next time. Until next time. My cousin on podcast. I'm out. Yo, honey.